Hey, hey, thanks for joining me. I'm your host, Adam Benzman, and welcome to the Roof Strategist podcast and YouTube channel, your number one resource for free roofing sales training on YouTube and your go-to listen for when you're out driving in your truck, needing some inspiration on how to market yourself, generate leads, overcome objections, and get more sales. If you'd like to join the Roof Strategist Insiders and get a free copy of my ebook, Three Tricks to Get to the Kitchen Table, and get emails every Tuesday with new episode notifications, insider tips, tricks, and the occasional lives that I do, head on over to www.roofstrategist.com and sign up right now for free. That's all, and let's hop right into this week's episode. Hello and welcome back to another Lockdown Live. I'm Adam, the Roof Strategist. We've got a good one in store today, also inspired by subscribers and fans of the channel that email me. So we're going to jump right in today. This is going to be a very, very action-packed video, the five best practices to keep selling right now as we transition away from the stay-at-home orders to the safer-at-home orders. Now listen, before I get into these five strategies for you to use, I've got some notes prepared here, along with a couple of emails I'm going to be reading that subscribers and fans have submitted uh, that have inspired this video. Now, uh, it's super important to keep a couple things in mind as we go through this, okay? And one is that we're going to need to continually adapt because not every state, I printed it out, I don't have it right in front of me, every state is lifting stay-at-home orders at different times, going to safer at home. We have counties and cities that are handling things differently. So even though it may seem like, hey, life's back to normal, the reality is it's not and it won't be for a bit and we're going to need to adapt. So um, again, thank you all for, excuse me, submitting these these emails that have inspired this, the challenges we're facing, some no soliciting signs, regulations around canvassing with COVID um, uh, on the mind, and we're going to jump right in. And, And before we do, one last thing. Um, if you're not already on the insiders list, click below to join now. There is a link in the video description. Click more, you'll see it. Join the insiders, it's free. You'll get a copy of my ebook and some other goodies, um, and then you'll get notifications when I go live and some cool stuff like that. So let's jump in to the uh, five strategies that you can be using right now that are best practices to keep selling as we as we make this transition. All right, now, number one is to, to make people feel comfortable, okay? And I'm just gonna erase this one short section so we can start taking some notes, okay? So you can see what the all are. Let me get to the top. Here we go. So number one is you got to keep people comfortable. Keep, and I'm just going to write customers. Comfortable, okay? Now, the reason I say that is remember that many of us who are healthy, maybe young and healthy, we went to life as life was. And for folks, let's say you've got someone who has you know, a grave situation, a child struggling with cancer, for example, or a wife or a husband who's got a, a serious illness, we have to be mindful when we're showing it at their home. This is their sanctuary and their safe place. So a couple things that I'd recommend is just to have extra safety precautions in place, whether that be hand sanitizer, whether that mean you wearing a mask or providing masks if you are going to be in proximity of uh, customers um, and continuing to offer the no contact 
uh, inspection, again, using photo and video and the paperwork. And, and I'm gonna do a shout out to Jason on the channel. And Jason, one way that he was making customers feel feel comfortable is putting that paperwork into a bag and then hanging it on the door, going back into his truck, calling them, hey, the paperwork's uh, on your door. They'd go grab it, bring it inside, sign it, and then send it, put it back on the door and be done. So again, number one is just to make people feel comfortable. This right here will make or break your business. Because you get one person, one person that does not feel comfortable, they're gonna spread the word to their neighbors. They're gonna see your truck going around. They're gonna call the police on you. They're not gonna be happy and they will tell other people because people are taking this really seriously. And I know there's two camps. There's like, open up the economy, let's just deal with it. And then there's the folks who are very, very conservative, okay? Now we have to respect both sides and understand that we'll, we'll deal with both kinds of people. And either way, you just, you don't wanna uh, tarnish your own reputation, all right? And all right, here's number two, <clears throat> let's jump right in. So keep, comp uh, keep your customers comfortable is number one. And this is to explain the changes, explain the industry changes, adapted. God, my handwriting is awful. All right, but that's not what you're here for, my handwriting now, is it? <laughs> so explain the industry changes and how, and how you've adapted. So we're doing this for a couple of reasons, and I'm going to reach in here and grab one of these letters that Jack sent in, okay? So a um, couple of things. The industry is changing. Things are changing because adjusters, which are not always coming out on site. They're having the contractors submit their inspection and photos and videos, okay? Some contractor, some adjusters are coming out depending on, you know, I know markets are already getting hit by hail and the season's kicked off. So we're doing this for two reasons. One, we wanna show that we are ahead of the curve, okay? Because when we show that we are ahead of the curve, we understand how it's changed. This leads in, into the, the third point, which I'll be sharing out, which is on the, the social proof that the industry is moving forward. Things are continuing, right? We are, we are adapting to uh, provide for the people that we serve and keeping safety in mind. So Jack emailed. Jack is context because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to um, skim through some of this email. Jack is a former uh, insurance adjuster turned contractor. And he said this, and he even said, like, deal, read this to the, to the channel. He says, hey, and I just want to touch, touch base with you real quick about something you said in one of your videos when dealing with customers and wanting to wait to see what the insurance adjuster says before proceeding, which I realize right now isn't always happening because adjusters are always like, hey, just send the pictures, okay? So, so he says, I think I might have mentioned before that I'm also a licensed adjuster. So that being said, if, if, if a potential customer says that he wants the adjuster to come out first and look at it, a strong bullet point is letting the customer know you understand, of course, but most seasoned adjusters are looking at six to 10 claims a day and they're tired and they miss things. And a newbie adjuster, well, that, they just don't know any better and the extra set of eyes really helps. So as an experienced adjuster, I really preferred for the contractor to be on site, but, it, uh, but I know new adjusters do uh, kind of take it personally. So you really have to be cautious when dealing with them. I hope this can uh, help some of the contractors out there. Thanks, Jack. So the reason I'm sharing this is because Jack himself, this is always great. Thank you, Jack, by the way, for, for sending this in and, uh, and, and allowing me to share this. So many people out there need to know, the, your customers need to know what's changing, that adjusters, they're either, they have their eyes on six to 10 claims they're out in person, or they are not wanting to be out there with the con with the contractor, such as yourself, to go through the process. And you know to how to adapt either way, right? So the reason I share that is some adjusters, you'll be on site. So you have to cater your pitch. You have to know what's happening in your market. Are adjusters wanting you to just take photos and document the claim? Or are they proceeding and wanting you to be on site, 
right, to be another set of eyes to help the process go faster. But either way, you're armed with two pieces of information. One, I know, hey, Mr. and Mrs. Homeowner, I realize times are changing. Adjusters are actually having us submit the photos, and it's in your best interest to work with a contractor such as myself who's worked on numerous claims that I know what to document, what photos to take, and what information an insurance company is going to need to make this claim go through and make it as smooth as possible for you. So that's one camp, right? The other camp is if the adjuster does want to show up, you can explain, I've heard this, I've spoken with adjusters. They're on six to 10 of these roofs a day. They're going to overlook things. They get tired. It's not malicious. That's why it's in, in your best interest to have someone like me uh, present for you, especially during these times, to see it now, see it during the adjuster, and then after, and then post, right? So we're getting our eyes on it a lot more than that adjuster who's there one and done. All right. So, um, Again, explain what's changed and how you've adapted and how you're on top. Remember that key bullet point. It's why they need to choose. I did another video, by the way, on how to deal with people that call you a storm chaser, right? And, and that's the difference between being a storm restoration contractor and a roofer. So if you position yourself as a storm restoration contractor and you can support with getting the photos and documentation of the claim in, it's going to be super, super helpful for you to win the business. All right. Number three. And this is use social proof. Now, what do I mean by social proof? Social proof, which I've shared about, this is marketing talk, by the way. Social proof means, look, other people are doing it. You can do it too. We need to show people that the industry is continuing, that other homeowners are, and customers are getting the jobs done, their roofs uh, repaired and replaced. I know some places have had uh, restrictions on this. So again, anything you see on this channel in relationship to what's going on in current times, uh, you need to adapt to your local state and, and of course, federal uh, regulations. So the reason I say this is to, to use social proof to let people know when you name drop and that you you let folks know we are still doing installs, we are still processing claims. And, and better yet, if you, you know, need to overcome those objections, which I did another video, one of the first lockdown lives on how to overcome these common objections, such as, hey, I don't really want to start the roof yet, but get the process underway, right? Take advantage of the opportunity for you to file, uh, to submit the, the the documents and photos for the claim, to start the process. And by the way, I just ordered from a company in Texas to um, uh, the guys, the guys and gals that watch the channel know my biggest hobby is mountain biking. So I just ordered a handmade bike from a small company in, um, in Texas, in Austin, Texas. And they, they had a, a little option in their order form. Say, if you pay in full, I got a $50 credit to their store and priority in their build queue. So once they ramp back production back up, I'm going to be first. Now, to me, it was worth it. I wanted to spend the extra money to get it first. Otherwise, I'm behind everybody else in the queue with no deposit. So you can use, and I taught a very similar strategy before, is to help cash flow coming in. Say, listen, you know, we are still processing claims. We're getting claims underway. Let put people at ease to know that they're not alone. Other people are doing this and that you're there to support. Okay. So when you do that and you can say, hey, you know, what we can do is get the claim started for you. We can get it filed. Truthfully, it's a, it's a really big opportunity for homeowners to work with a contractor like me who specializes in these insurance claims because I know I know what adjusters are looking for. I know exactly what they need. And I'm going to make their process as fast and streamless as possible and yours. So they're not reaching out and they're not coming out to double check everything and 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 drag the process on or get into a he said she said we're just gonna i'm gonna document i'm gonna work with these adjusters we have a great relationship with them and we take pictures of everything give them everything they need to get that that file started so whenever you are co comfortable mr and mrs homeowner will get your priority status in that build queue to get things uh uh to get your project underway as soon as things open up so you always have that in your back pocket so to speak all right um number four is we need to adapt okay and when I say adapt, I'm going to qualify this to local regulation. 
I'm just going to say reg. So we know. So need to adapt to local regulations. This was inspired by by Brian, by the way. So Brian sent the letter. Thank you, Brian. Um, we exchange a number of emails here, which, by the way, I, I invite everybody watching, subscribe to the channel, join the insiders, email me. Okay. Adam at Roof Strategist. When you join the insiders, you're going to get a personal, personal welcome email. It's the easiest way for you to email me. Respond. I respond personally. These videos are inspired by subscribers and fans like you. And again, all of this content is designed to help you through these times. And I'll be here beyond this COVID stuff. The channel is here to help you market uh, with all your marketing, self-generated leads and sales strategies for roofing sales. Okay. So this is what Brian says. Um, uh, I have pretty steep goals for the season and have really no way as far as training is considered. I'm being told to just go knock doors. Well, that's fine and dandy. However, we found there's a, this is all caps, by the way, a no solicitation order due to COVID-19 in the area I've been focusing on. I'm left on my own. I need all the inside info on tools and tactics I can possibly get. Thanks again, Brian. Okay. So Brian faced something where now all of a sudden there's no soliciting. You can't knock doors. This is all out, right? Um, sorry, that was me fake knocking. If I knock too hard, my dogs will lose it. <laughs> Protect the house. So anyway, when we need to adapt. So Brian's out there. He's new to the industry. He says it, knocking doors was working. And now all of a sudden the one area is working says no soliciting. What do you do? How do you adapt? Right? So you adapt by, by using, and, and Brian just grabbed a copy of the marketing battle pack for this reason, is to get access to things like the direct mail letters, which by the way, I know they're in my battle pack. There's a link in the description. Some people are watching the channel and, and putting their, their own one together. If you haven't watched, I did a video on the on the five essentials, the five fundamentals for using direct mail for roofing leads. And, and if you're in a spot that you, um, you're welcome to watch that one or you're welcome to watch that one and see the philosophy of what goes into the battle pack because it's a very specific type of letter that works really well. So direct mail, then you can do, I've mentioned Jason a ton on this channel because he he emails me at like almost every day with things to share with people that are working and I love it. It's awesome. Um, that level of community is just super, super rich. So he's taping these letters to the door, taping to door. Okay. Now I was thinking about this today. I'm like, well, what else can you do to get that letter open? So Another thing you might be able to do is, um, again, this is this is this parlays into the fifth lesson, which you know what I'm just going to write down right now because I want to slide into it. But again, just adapt to local regulations. Know that things may open up, they may close back down. You got to use direct mail. You got a cold call, right? Maybe cold calling, networking. Okay. Now in the um, COVID nineteen portion of my uh, battle pack. Um, again, user requested was all about how to um, get in touch with realtors that have homes for sale. So a lot of home showings are down now. This is a great time without having to deal with people coming into the house to get the roof done. And we all know that if there's hail damage on the roof, it may not go through inspection. It may not close. So agent doesn't get paid. Homeowner doesn't sell the job. So you can send that letter to the homeowner, to the address, because you drove by, you saw the for sale sign, and you can use the emails and call scripts that I put together that are in the COVID-19 section of the battle pack, which is included for free, by the way, to get in touch with the agent and say, hey, I can hopefully help make sure this process goes as smooth as possible for you on the sale. The potential roof damage doesn't hold up closing. And right now, if showings are low or slow or turned off, this is an opportunity to get this work done. By the way, we can get um, stuff done on a, um, on a, uh, what's the word, um, in a one-day basis, which I talked about kind of the importance right now as we as we sell moving forward is to explain that we can get these projects done uh, 
in a day or two days, if you can, don't make false claims, but that is important for people to have that, that lower level of invasiveness on their home, you know, less people showing up. All right, um, I am gonna write number five down, but first I just wanna respond to this one comment that came through. Uh, Cooper says, got your personal email today. I love it. I sent Cooper a little video email and he says, I'm out uh, knocking today and following up on leads, loving your content. I'll get the course when I actually get some sales. Love it, man. I'll be here for you. And a lot of people say that. So the, um, just to clarify, the marketing battle pack isn't the course. All my training and, and information is free on this channel. Uh, what's inside the battle pack is all of my turnkey marketing material. You can print it out on an office computer, a home computer, and literally all you do, everything that you need to plug in is highlighted in yellow. You just plug in your name, your cell phone, your email, that's it. And then you print it out, you can start using this stuff. Um, and there's a variety of reasons I print it at home or in an office computer because it actually stands out from the noise of the overproduced marketing stuff that hangs on doors. Because remember, there's that decision tree. A homeowner sees stuff in their mailbox or on their door and either goes, oh, there's marketing crap, garbage, or I need to open it. So we want to create that personal bond that things stand out, that it seems like a real human because you are a real human. Stop by or mail something so that so they actually open it. All right. Um, and then Patrick says, do you condone knocking a fresh area before providing potential customers with the COVID letter from your battle pack? Um, it's a great question. I always condone. So this, I, I'm sorry to do these disclaimers, but I just really want to make sure everyone's safe out there. In a perfect world, if COVID-19 did not exist, I always say, yes, there's nothing stronger than door knocking. You're going to their home to open up that area. So the answer is yes. Um, for right now, if you can knock doors um, with the COVID letter, or excuse me, before providing customers with the COVID letter, Absolutely, because you can adjust a one of the COVID letters, and I'll get my eyes back on them. Um, I know I, I adjusted a few of them, but you can always say, hey, I stopped by, right? Or I wanted to stop by. I believe one of them that is edited mentioned that I wanted to stop by, but I'm mailing this instead. So, um, Patrick, this goes back to needing to adapt on number four. Be scrappy. Try it. Um, no, this is all uncharted territory. We're all learning as we go. Okay. And I do believe that if the market allows it and it's safe to do so, door knocking is great. If it's not, then do the letter first. So I hope that answers your question. If it doesn't, drop a comment. And John says, just got some ONP. Um, actually, heck yeah, love it. All right, let's slide into number five here. So this is be scrappy. Has anyone ever heard that expression? Be scrappy. Be scrappy and try new things. Okay. I did an entire video on trying new things, always experimenting. This was a few Fridays ago. Um, I don't remember the exact date, but this was one of the most popular videos and that's, it prompted the most replies is, is trying new things and how we can all share this together. So be scrappy. This means test things. So don't be afraid to, to try something new. Like Patrick said, what about knocking doors before the COVID letter? Do it. Knock the door. You can do a, a, a letter leave behind, right? So you can leave a letter behind that's very similar. Um, I have those letter leave behind. So you can leave that, the door. Then you hit them with the direct mail and then you show up or a cold call, right? And, and again, being scrappy. So scrappy is low budget, fast, something new to test. I'll give you I'll give you a bunch of examples really quickly, okay? Number one, being scrappy, how Jason taped the direct mail letter. So instead of sending this out in the mail, he literally put piece of tape on it and slapped it up on the door. Painter's tape so it didn't stick. I didn't think of that. Power of community. That was scrappy. Hey, what can I do? I don't want to wait for the mail. That's faster. I'm in the neighborhood, right? Or maybe he has them in his truck and instead of having to go home and mail them because it's far, far away, he was there. Be scrappy. 
drive through a neighborhood, catch people when they're outside so you can respect social distancing. So you're not showing up at their home, which you may have some pushback right now. I had another person email saying, how do you deal with people that just say what at the door? Right. Uh, which that's a whole separate topic, but it will come up. Um, I've got a video coming out tomorrow, by the way, on uh, helping deal with answers behind the door. Um, you, you'll see that one. So um, being scrappy might be instead of just taping the letter, you could put it in the in an envelope and hang it on the door. You could put a punch in it with a with a rubber band and hang it and write uh, neighborhood notice or something that's going to capture their attention to open it. Like wanted to stop by to drop this off or just stop by to drop this off and then just sign your name. Right. Imagine just seeing that. Let me see if I've got, yeah, that shows up here. So if this is a letter and I wrote just stopped by, I'm just going to scribble, right. To drop this off, sign to Adam. If you saw that on your door, would you open it? Yeah, you would. So again, the beauty, we call them micro commitments in the marketing world, in the sales world, because the minute that I put that letter in there and I hang this, the micro commitment means a small commitment. They committed to opening it. That's step one. Then they're going to have a higher likelihood of actually reading it because they took the time versus just throwing it out. So that's another way to be scrappy. Okay. Um, another way to be scrappy would be to find your own call list and call or use Spotio and drive and call while you're out front. If you click on the, the address and you can get the phone number and call, right? So being scrappy and testing new things, it could mean networking with a lawn care company who's out and seeing if you can pay them to leave these letters for you. Like there's so many things that you can do to be scrappy and to try new things and test, right? Always be on your toes and one step ahead of everybody. So um, right here are the five best practices to keep selling. And um, Patrick, you're very welcome for the input and the advice. If the community isn't, okay, I'm going to answer that one last, Patrick. Uh, let me just recap this real quick and then I'm going to turn my attention because that's a, that's a fantastic question. So again, those five best practices, keep customers comfortable. Safety is number one. I don't care what you think about this whole thing. I don't care if you think this is a conspiracy. I don't care if you think that our economy should be opened up with zero regulations or if you think that we should still be closed down. Your opinion doesn't matter. Do you know why I say that? It's not to disrespect you. It's because in sales, all that matters in the customer's mind is what about me? What's in it for me? And what's in it for them is to feel safe and comfortable. And we are doing business at their homes. So this is absolutely paramount. If you violate this one rule, your reputation will be tarnished. I promise. All right. Number two is to explain the industry changes and how you've adapted and overcome. Explain the fact that adjusters now are inviting you to submit the paperwork and why you're the best choice to help get their claim underway. Number three is to use social proof. Show that other people are continuing the process. Reference stories, drop names, talk about the workflow, even if it's smaller, to let people, again, feel comfortable moving forward that this is an okay time to continue what it is that we're doing. All right, number four is to adapt to local regulation like Jack had, had emailed. No, I'm sorry, Brian, the letters fell. Uh, like Brian emailed and said, hey, I was working in this area and then all of a sudden there's no door knocking. So what do I do? So we got to adapt and overcome. And the best way to do that is to be scrappy and to try new things. And email me, by the way, flush ideas out. I invite those emails. If you opt into the insider, the link below, you'll get my an email, welcome email from me. Um, and you're welcome to respond to that and uh, and share some ideas. I'm happy to flesh them out. We're here as a community. And it, what your win or your question is likely is being had by many. And I tell folks, like, there's no dumb question. If you email me a question, one of two things will happen. One, guaranteed no matter what, you're going to get a personal reply. They're taking me a little bit longer to get to just because the volume of, of emails I'm uh, fielding these days. But um, you will always get a personal reply from me. And number two, if it's not relevant for the channel, 
uh, I'm going to just reply in a, in a short video to walk you through what I can do to help. Best case, I end up saying it's an awesome idea that everyone can benefit from. And you'll see a lockdown live or a future video on the exact topic. So uh, that's all for those best practices. If you like the video, click that thumbs up. It tells me that this content's uh, good, on point, do more, and then subscribe to the channel. If you haven't done it already, I'd love to have you here. Uh, you'll get notifications when I go live. And uh, that is that. So Patrick, we're gonna close with this. last. I think this was the last question. Thank you for the input, great advice. If the community isn't wearing masks and gloves, should I? This is a fantastic question, Patrick. This goes back to number one, keep customers comfortable. I it, So this is also a personal choice. I'll likely get pushback. Some people will say no. Some people will say yes. I will tell you that a lot of uh, cities in, in Colorado specifically um, have, and the only reason I'm bringing up Colorado is because this was just in the news that I saw, cities are requiring masks to be worn in certain public places, um, grocery stores, and so on. So folks that aren't wearing masks there, it's not about you, right? Like the, the philosophy, and I'm not sure, but the philosophy behind wearing the mask is less about contracting. It's more about passing as a um, asymptomatic. So if we think about this and what we said, keep customers comfortable, they know that they're okay. They're with their family. That's fine, right? Um, they go to the grocery store, they might wear a mask, but they're not gonna necessarily wear a mask at their own house. So we just need to take the high road and realize what could people be thinking? What's gonna make them the most comfortable? Um, so anyway, Patrick, I hope that answers your question. Like do what's right by you with how you feel, what your local regulations are and what's in mind to keep those customers feeling comfortable. So um, Ivan says, good chat. Thank you. Thank you all for being here. Uh, that's all I have for today. Um, I recommend, by the way, feel free to pass this along to your team. Someone commented saying, hey, hey, for, I think it was Arizona, like our team's been watching watching your videos and, and they're playing it in the office and stuff, which is cool. Um, I love hearing that. So pass this stuff along. If you have anyone on your team or if you're an owner and you want to distribute to your salespeople or likewise, if you're a salesperson, you want to distribute to your owner, pass the videos along, especially any ones that like, hey, this really, this could be super helpful. I should share this with, with, with the people I'm working with. So again, these are those five best practices. If you need a refresher, you can pop through it. I appreciate you guys being here. Um, I just printed out all the dates when the state home orders left, but looks like we're going to be doing these for a little bit longer. And uh, yeah, I'm excited to be here with you all. Thanks again. Click that thumbs up. Subscribe if you haven't already, and I will see you tomorrow on another Lockdown Live. Hey, hey, thanks again for joining me for this week's episode of the Roof Strategist podcast and YouTube channel. If you are out on a roof or driving around, you'll find everything you need right there in the show notes. So click for all the links, the description, and if you have any questions, email me personally, adam at roofstrategist.com. Thanks again, and I will see you next Tuesday.